0: daily gazette company presents the parting shots podcast now here's your host daily gazette sports editor ken Goddard. thank you scott gesey and welcome to the parting shots podcast available wherever you get your podcast subscribe today thanks for joining me from messer in schenectady new york Where the Union Dutchmen take a 3-2 win over St. Lawrence in the ECAC Hockey Play. Uh, It was a big win for the Dutchmen. They get three valuable points and now find themselves tied for seventh with Clarkson. The team they'll play Saturday here at Mesa at 4 o'clock. Union uh, coming off the uh, 1-0 ECAC Hockey Shootout win against uh, Yale on Saturday. Uh, Kyle Chauvet played well in that game. Got 30 uh, saves in that game plus four more in the shootout. And he made the start again uh, on Friday against St. Lawrence. Wasn't tested as much. Ended up with 18 saves. Uh, gave up two goals. Uh, one was a very flugy goal, which you'll discuss uh, when you get a chance to hear him from the uh, post-game uh, uh, press conference. But uh, Union uh, played well, dominated the first period. Had a 2 nothing lead after one. Uh, so, it, 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 again, like they did up at Canton back in November, they took too many penalties, but Union was able to kill off three of the four uh, St. Lawrence power plays, and Union got two of their own uh, power plays uh, in the game. So, uh, like I said, a very big win for the Dutchman uh, with a lot of uh, interesting results, which we'll discuss a little bit later here on the podcast. Um, Union, yeah, I, I thought for the most part, played a good game. Uh, and especially at the end, and they, they seem to have this habit where they, they've struggled a lot on the penalty kill this year, uh, but when it gets down to crunch time when the opposition pulls his goaltender, like St. Lawrence did with Emil Zetterquist with 2.41 to go in the game, Union just seems to buckle down and you know not give the uh, opposition much of a chance to uh, get pucks. In the they, St. Lawrence had two shots, not really uh, tough shots, and Chauvet was able to... Sm- Save them both, smother them, and Union just was able to close out uh, the victory here at Mesa. Let's go over the uh, goal scoring. Uh, Union got a power play early in the game, and some great tic tac toe passing between John Prokop in the right circle, Tyler Watkins in the left circle, and Watkins found Liam Robertson all alone down low at the net, and Robertson tapped it in to give Union a one nothing lead at 3:53 of the first period. Now. That was a call of Matt Dubray on ESPN Plus as Union takes a one nothing lead. Then later in the period, Union uh, gets another chance. Uh, John Prokop gets a chance to uh, do a wraparound and he beats Zetterquist to make it two nothing. Face off, wrap in. St. Lawrence got on the board at the nearly eight minutes into the second period when uh, Luke Salem scored on a power play. Uh, Shot from the slot that went over the right shoulder of Kyle Chauvet. Uh, Chauvet uh, was leaning toward his left, and that gave uh, Salem the opening to put the puck in the net. But then Josh Nixon, who had served 14 minutes of uh, penalties in the first period. uh, Two for uh, shooting the puck after the whistle, and uh, the two minutes for roughing, and a 10-minute misconduct that went along with the two minutes for uh, shooting the puck after the whistle. Well, he made up for that uh, those 14 minutes with a big power play goal late in the second period. Snell to Diego's down low. Right in front shot score. Josh Nixon. He retakes the two-goal lead on the power play. 3-1 Dutch. Nixon's goal his 6 of the season ended up being the game winner when uh, Drake Bergen scored uh, with 8:37 left in the third period, a sort of fluky goal that uh, he took a shot from the, about the right circle, right point, and it was blocked by a Union stick, and then just popped up in the air. I never saw the puck. Uh, I never even saw it land. Uh, Chauvet never saw it until it hit him, and he said he hit him in the shoulder and, and went in. Just a fluky uh, play, uh, but, but the, got the Saints back within uh, one. And as we said earlier, um, Zetterquist was pulled for an extra attacker with 2.41 to go, but to no avail for the Saints. So the Dutchmen come out with the 3-2 victory and three valuable points in the ECAC standings. Well, let's uh, get to the uh, views of the Union uh, victors. Let's start with the head coach of the Dutchman, Josh Halji. Josh Nixon had an interesting night. Uh, spent the bulk of the first period in the penalty box and then gets the game-winning goal. Uh, what did you did you say anything to him uh, between periods about the the, the, the penalty that he took uh, for shooting the puck after the whistle?
1: Well, I, I think you know he, he clearly didn't think he heard a whistle, so I, I I mean I give him the benefit of the doubt on that one. Um, you know he's an important piece for us, so I just told him like, hey, you owe us one, and uh, yeah, he he responded.
0: It was a pretty good setup there, I and mean, Hanley's behind the net, and then, uh, Josh just, I think saw an opening there yep. uh, going off the slot.
1: Yeah, so he found some space, and then, you know, Nate made an unbelievable pass, found him, and, um, you know, I don't I don't think their goalie had much of a chance because it was a really quick play.
0: How big is this win?
1: I, I think it's a huge win for us. We needed to respond, um, you know, based on, you know, we felt like we let the one up there slip away, um, and obviously we got we to gotta bank as many points as we can because we put ourselves in a little bit of a hole.
0: Yeah, you, you when you're up in St. Lawrence, you, you got yourself in penalty trouble, cost you the game, and, and you know, all, you only get one power play goal, you know, the wear and tear of trying to kill all those penalties. It almost happened again tonight here, but uh, you guys are a little more resilient this time, I think.
1: Yeah, I think we've been, you know, growing up and and maturing as a group and, and handling some, you know, difficult situations. And, you know, the biggest thing, there It was our power play wasn't clicking tonight. You know, big game from our power play. Our penalty kill was solid, so special teams really won the game for yeah, us. Yeah,
0: because you know, Josh with the power play goal, which ends up being the game-winning goal, so that's clearly a big big goal there.
1: Yeah, the special teams were, you know, really important. Give Coach Ronan and Coach Childs a ton of credit. They did a great job with that. When did
0: you make the decision to go with Kyle?
1: Uh, I mean, we were kind of leaning on it, you know, from his, his performance, you know, right after the game, just... You know, like he was so sound uh, against Yale, and you know, wanted to see how his week went, and he he was great all week in practice. He
0: didn't face a ton of shots; it's 18 shots on goal. Yep, a lot of were off targets and blocks. Uh, how would you assess his performance? I saw the first goal; he sort of you know cheated to his left and it got over his right shoulder, yep. and the second one looked like it carried off some. Some bodies and I don't know if you saw he yeah. saw that or not. Yeah.
1: So I watched the video on the second one and it and it hit our stick and then went up over everybody's head and kind of you know landed up over his shoulder. So um, you know nothing he can do on that one. Um, the first one, you know, we got caught up ice on the penalty kill and that you know they they made a nice play. Um, you know I I think like any goalie always want you know want a chance at it again. But overall I thought he was a sound game. He made a couple big saves when he needed them and you know closed the door at the end.
0: And at the end there, it seems like you guys, when it's an extra attacker situation late in the game, it seems like this team, yeah. You know, some, you know, When when you're on the penalty kill, sometimes you have struggles. But it seems like they do concentrate when it's an extra man situation. I think there's only maybe two shots on goal in the two over two and a half minutes that uh, they had the empty net. What is it about this team that they seem to, you know, play up to their ability? In, in that situation
1: well i think our guys are gaining confidence and you know a big thing is when you're when you're up you have that you know you feel pretty good about yourself and you're willing to sacrifice and um you know, our guys are comfortable blocking shots they're comfortable being selfless and and you know they they really bought into that and i think when they can see a you know a victory at the you know that close that they think they want to push it through you know to the finish line and um uh, yeah i think it, it's nice and encouraging to see
0: the first power play goal score by Liam was nice. nice tic-tac-toe between Prokop in the right circle, Watkins in the left circle, and you know, Watkins with this down low pass. I mean, how, when you see that happen, how, I mean, how pleased are you when you see them, yeah, that, that execution?
1: Well, I mean, you know, it's we always talk about getting, you know, 30 goals and getting to the net and getting traffic there, and it's nice when, you know, guys can make high-end skill plays, and that's what that really was. and um, you know, that was that was a big time play. I thought both power play goals were high end plays by skilled players.
0: Uh Clarkson coming in tomorrow. any thought who's gonna
1: be in goal tomorrow or is that the, the game time decision? Yeah, probably be a game like I'd like to watch the video. I think Kyle's done a great job and you know, been, been outstanding. Um obviously Connor's a you know, a tremendously talented goalie as well. And Clarkson lost to that overtime three two, so Oh, so yeah, they'll be they'll be upset. So, uh, oh, I guess we'll get their best for R- sure. Round so. two of the Halji Jones, yeah, bad, uh, yeah. <laughs> matchup. Uh, so, yeah, that'll be a big one. Yeah.
0: Up next, the uh, game-winning goal scorer Josh Nixon, goaltender Carl Chauvet, and uh, defenseman John Prokop. Josh, let's start with you. You had a very interesting game. Uh, spent the bulk of the first period in the penalty box, uh, and I uh, was. Pretty Josh Housley was just saying that uh, you you, you said you you may not have heard the whistle. Yeah. um, And they said, but he basically said you 0-1-1 and you
2: got the payback there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, they gave me 14 minutes there. It wasn't uh, the period I wanted, but, uh, uh, yeah, obviously I was well-rested for the second and third.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, talk about about the goal there. It looks like you saw an opening there and took the pass from Nate.
2: Oh, yeah, it was just a great play with the – with Vegas passed down to Nate, and I just got an open area. It was just a great pass by Nate.
0: How important was that goal? I mean, it put you up by two there late in the second period, and it was a team second power play goal.
2: Yeah, yeah. We, did, we just gave uh, Chavette a little bit of a cushion there. So, um, yeah, it was, it was a big goal, but uh, obviously it uh, helped the boys get the win here.
0: How would you say Kyle played tonight? I mean, he didn't face a lot of shots like he did down at Yale. Um, how do you think he did?
2: Well, he answered every single question pretty much, except for a couple, but, you know, what can you do? He played a great game, and uh, I'm happy for him.
0: John, your thoughts? Yeah, he played
3: outstanding for us once again and gave us a chance to win, and uh, we took advantage of it, too, to get the win, so. Uh,
0: when did you uh, know you were going to get the start, and how ready were you and excited were you for this uh, second straight start?
3: Yeah, um, I found out yesterday uh, after practice, but, um, you know, I was really pumped for it. Like, any time you get the start, and... Play a game is and try to battle for your team is, is exciting. So I was really pumped for it.
0: What was the challenge tonight? As, as I said, you know, you faced a lot more shots down at Yale tonight, just eighteen. Uh, is is it a mental thing to try to stay in it? And, uh, you know, instead of you know, like you said, like I said, th- face thirty down at uh, Yale.
3: Yeah, I'd say like when there's spurts where you're not seeing a lot of shots or like it's a little weird game sometimes. Like tonight, the puck was kind of like bouncing around a lot of traffic. So those games you do have to try to stay more focused for and just. Try to stay moving and and just stay as focused as possible.
0: What happened on that second goal? We're down, down at the other end. So it looked, it, I looked at the replay. It looked like it bounced off some people, and I, you didn't see it, or yeah,
3: what? yeah, that was a weird one. It like I, I didn't even know until I watched the replay. Um, when I watched it back, it looked like kid from the point took a shot. It got blocked and went way up in the air. And I had no idea where it went until it hit me in the shoulder and went in. So. I uh I didn't really see it the entire way.
0: What about that first goal? It was like, you, know, you started to lean to the left a little bit? Looked like and it went over your right shoulder.
3: Uh yeah it was just you know pass the middle. It's 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 one I gotta have. You know it's I I'm taking like I'll take uh, the fault on that one. I think that we had a good uh, penalty kill the entire night and you know I think that's when I gotta stop. But I mean other than that like it
0: felt felt good. John talk about your goal. Um, yeah I, I've seen a lot of. Th- talent offensive defense was here over the years with you know Shane Gosper and Matt Bode. T- to go through the, the wraparound there, what, what did you see on that? Yeah, I mean, we were working on it in practice
3: this week. We wanted an Ozone uh, goal this week, and we did D on the wall. And I saw a was cheating a little bit, so I went to the far side and talked to them.
0: And the power play goal, the first one, uh, was a tic-tac-toe. You're in the right circle, send it over to Tyler, and Tyler sends it down to Liam. I mean, to have that execution you know, work to perfection, what does that yeah, how
3: satisfying is it? Yeah, it's really satisfying considering the drought we were in and the seam was wide open and Wally was confident and uh, Robo was right backdoor too to make it a tic tac toe and it looked good. So,
0: Kyle, how big is this victory tonight? I mean, obviously you needed three points and there's some other situations where you know some games went overtime and uh, tonight. So we, to get three, to get within three of St. Lawrence, and uh, how big is this?
3: Yeah, I think it's huge for our team. Um, just helps us move up in the standings. I know we're really close with some teams and uh, from what I've heard, like. From other games tonight, uh, so far that it couldn't really help us. So I think anytime you get three
2: points on in this league is, is huge. Josh, uh, I just think back-to-back wins in this conference is huge, and uh, it's gonna be even bigger if we get another win tomorrow. So looking forward to it.
3: John. Yeah, we deserve those wins coming up, and I think it'll be a good test for us here as we only got conference games coming up too. So big uh, three points. Man. We do have an
0: OPM here, so yeah. <laughs> not conference. <but laughs> Let's take a quick break. Uh, We'll come back. We'll look at uh, other scores in ECAC hockey. Uh, Really a crazy night uh, around the conference. And I'll have my three stars of the game. And we'll look ahead to Saturday's Union Clarkson game. You're listening to the Parting Shots Podcast post-game edition. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes. That'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student-athletes in your community?
2: Obviously, yes!
0: Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in New York. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Hi, this is Mark Kestesher, the voice of the NBA on ESPN Radio and college football on ESPN Radio. I grew up in Gilderland. I'm a proud member of the 518, and I go back over 30 years with Ken Shot. And when I'm not listening to his Shotski radio, I'm listening to the Parting Shots podcast with Daily Gazette sports editor, Ken Schott. Here's Ken. Welcome back to the podcast, the postgame edition of the Union St. Lawrence game uh, here at Messerink, a 3-2 victory for the Dutchman over the Saints. My uh, three stars of the game, number three, Josh Nixon with the game-winning goal. Um, my number two star was uh, Liam Robertson, who had a goal and an assist uh, in the game. And then uh, John Prokob, a number one star, with also with a goal and an assist. A uh, pretty goal. Uh, and as I said in the uh, post-game uh, press conference, it was like, most of Shane Gossbert and Matt Bodie-like, just the way he uh, plays uh, offensively for a defenseman. Union's he's, he's got a keeper in uh, Prokof, so that's a, it's a good sign for the Dutchman. Well, let's look around uh, ECAC hockey and uh, some uh, interesting results in men's play tonight. Across to, uh, the uh, capital region And Troy, RPI pulls out a 3-2 victory on a Max Smolinski goal at 244 of sudden death overtime. Uh, that's a big win for RPI against their uh, one of their rivals in Clarkson. It's always an interesting uh, battle between those two teams. The game of the night uh, was in Ithaca, New York, where top rank and ECAC hockey-leading Quinnipiac visited Cornell. And Mike Schaefer, the Cornell coach, always finds a way to beat Quinnipiac. I don't know how he does it, but he does it. Ian Shea made 21 saves in the game, and uh, Cornell pulled out a 4-0 victory over uh, Quinnipiac at uh, line of rank. Uh, the goal scorers for uh, Cornell were Ben Burrard, Dalton Bancroft, Jack O'Leary, and Andre Sneka. So uh, a big win for Cornell. and That will probably knock Quinnipiac down in the uh, rankings. They were the number one team in both the USCHO.com and the USA Hockey Magazine USA Today poll. So it will be interesting to see how that turns out when the polls are released on Monday. Other scores, uh, Colgate with a 5-0 win at Princeton. Uh, pretty uh, convincing win. I was, I was kind of shocked by that one, I guess. Princeton had been playing well. Uh, Dartmouth would have been 1-13-1 in its previous uh, 15 games. Pulls out a 4-3 victory over Brown. Uh, Harvard needed overtime to beat Yale 3-2. So that's uh, your scoreboard for Friday night in ECAC Hockey Men's Action. Taking a look at the standings, uh, P. X loss, not really a big as f- factor as far as the standings are concerned. Uh, they have 36 points. They're 9-up on Harvard. Harvard getting the 2 points uh, tonight with that overtime win on Yale. Cornell's at 25 points in third place. Colgate at 22. They leave Frog Princeton with that victory. Princeton's in fifth right now, uh, the top seed for the sudden-death first-round playoff game, as I like to call it, in the ECAC Hockey Tournament. Uh, they have 20 points. Uh, St. Lawrence, with the loss, stays at 17. Clarkson got a point tonight to go to 14, and Union with the three points. They're tied with Clarkson uh, with 14 points each. Uh, So Union right now in a position to have home ice in that first round. RPIs and Brown are both a point back at 13 points. Dartmouth and Yale uh, bring up the rear with nine points each. So... uh, Interesting. It's, it's going to be tight the rest of the way. We know that it's it always is in the ECC hockey, and I think the three point, uh, you know, three points for regulation winning and two for overtime or shootout win that makes things a lot more exciting. And I said right now, the Quinnipiac lost just their first uh, in league play this year. Twelve and one. Harvard's eleven and two. Yeah, nine points. Yeah, it's still conceivable. You know, Quinnipiac and Harvard still have to play one more game uh, at Harvard later this year. So in fact, it'll be in February, I believe. So. Uh, we'll see how that one turns out. Uh, Quinnipiac beat Harvard uh, down, down in Hamden uh, earlier uh, this season. Well, uh, Union will host Clarkson at 4 p.m. on Saturday at Mass. Of course, as we mentioned here, the 14 points, both teams tied. It'll be round two of the uh, Josh Halji and Casey Jones reunion. Uh, Halji won up at, and Union won up at uh, Clarkson back in November, a 3-2 victory. Uh, so the reunion will be uh, not as exciting maybe. But I think with uh, everything on on the line, points wise, uh, Union really needs a victory to you know to keep uh, pace and stay in that uh, top eight position uh, for home ice at least in the first round. I, I don't know, uh, you know they're right now eight points back of that Colgate for that last spot. I'm not sure they're able to. They probably could, but they got to put some uh, some wins together. Uh, you know, this will be their last conference game to, on Saturday uh, before the uh, Mayor's Cup game next Saturday against RPI down at MVP Arena. So that'll do it for us here at the Messer Inc. I appreciate you uh, listening in for the uh, post-game coverage. And if you have any questions or comments about the podcast, questions or uh, comments about Union Hockey, you can email me at shots. that's S-C-H-O-T-T, at dailygazette.com. And follow my game coverage uh, on Twitter at Slapshots. The views expressed in the Party Shots podcast are not necessarily those of the Daily Gazette Company. The Pawnee Shots podcast is a production of the Daily Gazette Company. I'm Daily Gazette Sports Editor Ken Schott. Thanks for listening, and I'll catch you Saturday night after the Clarkson Union game. From the rink in Schenectady, New York, good night, good hockey.